Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. We got plenty of time tonight. KM to 2 a.m. Keith McPherson on the fan. We're going to talk about sports. Uh, 877-337-6666. So many sports. It's not the most wonderful time, but it's close. It's almost March, bros. In uh, 90 minutes, it's March 1st. Get your last little bit of uh, BHM. It's another Black History Spotlight on the fan. No, it's just young black host on the fan. I don't have any uh, Jackie Joyner or any stats to tell you guys. That's Tiki's job. (laughs) All right, uh, let's start with the Brooklyn Nets. Your Brooklyn Nets. I think it was like West Indian night over there in Brooklyn. And uh, this is a rare night where the Nets win in the city and the Knicks don't. Does that mean the tide is turning? Let me look at these standings. No, no. As I look at the standings, the Nets are still in 11th place. (laughs) And they were able to defeat the 10th place team, the Atlanta Hawks. How bad are the... Atlanta Hawks, how miserable are they right now? Like, a couple years back, they thought they were going to the NBA Finals. A couple years back, they did actually make a run. Remember, Trey Young was in the garden, and, I don't know, people spit on him. And, uh, yeah, it seems like a, a long time ago now. But, anywho, Trey Young isn't available. DeJounte Murray, they should have brought him to the Knicks. Or to the Nets. Either way, I mean, the Nets finally figured it out tonight. Some home cooking, sleep in your own bed, and uh, Kevin Ali gets his first home win. And you love to see it. I mean, it's just fun for the Nets fans to actually get a break from the misery and the losing and the ineptitude and the struggle and everybody being able to beat the team. You know, it's fun. I'm driving in and I'm listening to Capper and Carino and... They're having a good time on the call. We got to clip that whole uh, Mamma Mia, that's a play, what a play. That was, that was. Uh, I got a chuckle out of that, guys. That was a good one. But, yeah, 
Brooklyn Nets radio. I mean, I know there's not going to be that many callers to talk about the Nets, and that's why I get them out of the way first. But Nets fans, tell me how you feel. I mean, they shot the lights out tonight. I saw a stat just now on the Yes Network that uh, the, the Nets are 8-0 when they shoot 51% or better. That's kind of hard to do. But <laughs> shoot better. Maybe you'll have better luck. Cam Johnson. I don't know if you've heard me talk about that guy comparing the money that he got paid to Jalen Brunson and how I really feel like the Nets paid him because he's best friends with Brooklyn Bridges, Mikel Bridges, who they just are set on building around. That's their franchise player. But I can't be mad at the Twins tonight. Twinning them. I can't be mad at the 20 twin twins tonight. That's what it's supposed to look like. Cam Johnson came out on fire. This is the best game I think I've ever seen him play in the Nets jersey. He had 29 points. He was a plus 29. He hit seven threes, and uh, he was cooking right out the gate. So shout out to Cam Johnson. A broken clock is right at least. No, I'm not saying it's a broken clock. That's not right. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just out of it with the Nets. They're 23 and 36, and uh, they have to salvage this season by being a playing team. And it's right there. It's right there. How about Dayron Sharp hitting three-point shots? Everybody was hitting a three-point shot. You get a three. You get a three. Dennis Smith Jr. knocked down a three. <laughs> Lonnie Walker. Dennis Schroeder. Of course, Mikael Bridges, Dorian Finney-Smith had one. It's just good to get a win. It's a relief, right? It's a sigh of relief. Ah, the Nets' Twitter spaces can rock off till 2 a.m. tonight off of one win. 877-337-6666. The Brooklyn Nets, they're trash, but it is what it is. They'll figure out a way to be in the plane and, and salvage this season. And if you look at their upcoming schedule, they have the Hawks again on Saturday, and then they have a stretch of winnable games. These I was saying it on the Talking Nets podcast. These games right here, this is it. I mean, the season's already cooked, right? Ben Simmons was out tonight. Good. Stay out the rest of the year. But uh, this stretch of games for the Nets, this is it. You've got the Hawks again Saturday. Beat them again. Then you have the Grizzlies in your building who you just beat on Monday, beat them again a week later. I'll be there Tuesday night for the 76ers game. Please get a win. I'm bringing my little cousin. He's 10 years old. I don't think he's ever been to an NBA game. and He's from Jersey. I think he wants to be a Nets fan, but you know how these kids are. These kids don't want to root for the Nets. They want to root for Steph. Oh, speaking of, <laughs> was there MVP chance for Steph Curry in the Garden tonight? Did they break out into a let's go Warriors, Warriors in the Mecca? Don't let me find out. Don't let me find out. That's reserved only for Barclays Center, right? The Knicks lose. Like I said, a, a rare night where the Knicks lose in New York and the Nets win in New York. And, and we know, right, the news around OG Ananobi, good news. Great news. OG Ananobi cleared for on-court work. Right before the game. And uh, the Knicks have to get whole. You're watching this Knicks team compete. You're watching this Knicks team do what they can. But this is not the actual team. So they go out there tonight against Steph Curry and the Warriors. And not for nothing, the Warriors are barely a playing team. They're 10th place in the West. But they have championship pedigree, championship experience. Champions. And so they handle business in the Garden tonight because it's the Mecca and you know, Steph Curry is continuing to set 
the three-point record where he broke the three-point record. He just keeps adding on to it. It's way out of reach now. I don't think anyone's ever going to get to that. But, yeah, so the Knicks lose to the Warriors tonight. And um, I don't know, maybe the world's most famous arena, like I heard Evan Roberts talking about today. Uh, and, you know, he put that poll out asking, who are you guys paying top dollar to see? LeBron James, Patrick Mahomes, Shohei Otani, or Steph Curry. It's still Steph. And for me, I, I'm not paying to see any of those jokers. I pay, I'll pay to go see the Yankees in the World Series wherever they're at. You know, I'll pay to go see the team I root for. This is New York. New Yorkers show up and pay to have good seats to watch their team. We're rooting for those guys to fail. I'm rooting for those guys to lose. I don't care if they bring seven-foot-tall Wembanyama. I'm not going over there to root for those guys. That's for kids. I'm a grown man, dog. But anyway, back to the game. 110-99, the Golden State Warriors come into the middle of Manhattan and beat the New York Knicks. The Knicks are 35-25, and 25, and uh, they still are holding, where are they, fourth place? But like I said, they got to get right. Um, don't look now, but like the Miami Heat, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Sixers aren't going to be anything. But the Heat are right behind you. Uh, takeaways from the game tonight, like I said, the Golden State Warriors don't have their best team, but they have championship pedigree. They didn't have Wiggins, but they have Steph Curry. Steph's going to come out there in front of the New York crowd. That's not the first, second, third, fifth, sixth. This guy's been playing in the garden forever. He had 31 points. He was a plus 20. He hit eight threes to woo and ah the crowd. The uh, kids that are um, under 25, those like 15 to 25-year-olds that are like, mom, 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 mom. Can we go see Steph? Can we go see Steph? Please, 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 for my birthday. For my birthday. Christmas gift. So, like, there were kids in there tonight who got Christmas gifts two months ago. And, um, you know, they went to go redeem them in the garden. I don't know how you feel, Knicks fans. Call me up, 877-337-6666. You know JB is going to compete. He had 27 points. DiVincenzo, I almost bet on him tonight. I thought he was going to have, you know, like uh, a bigger game against his former team. Nah, nah, he wasn't on tonight. He only hit two out of his 12 threes. He had 16 points. Everybody that started for the Knicks, their plus minus is in the minus. What else stood out here? I'll have to look at, look at the team stats, but uh, this is just a quick open as we will get to your calls. We will talk about the Knicks, the Nets. We will talk about the Knicks and, and the outlook for the Knicks as they're trying to get whole and what their schedule looks like. It's just hard to play against a team like the Warriors who are well-coached, who have guys that will go out there and, and play well. <clears throat> Excuse me, knowing they're on the main stage. Pajemski. <laughs> Pajemski only had two points. But you know what I'm saying. Like, you got Steph, you got Draymond, you got Kaminga. You you have guys out there that they've been around and they know what to do. Klay Thompson even coming off the bench having 16 points. Uh, they do enough to beat the Knicks. And when you look at your New York Knicks and you look at where they are right now, coming up, there, you know, the Nets have a stretch of games that uh, they need to hold it down and they need to win. The, the Knicks have to win some games here too and I think they can. They got <clears throat> excuse me, they got the Hawks coming up. The Hawks will be here Saturday against the Nets and then Tuesday against the Knicks. They can beat the Magic. You got two against the 76ers, the Trailblazers. So it's time for, you know, the Knicks to get whole, but at the same time, they have to win games and stay where they are, keep stacking wins for their hopes to be 
a top three seed in the East. 877-337-6666. We will certainly talk about OG Ananobi, Julius Randle, and uh, the health of your New York Knicks because that is what your hopes are literally riding on, the team getting whole and the team coming back to be as they were constructed. What else we got? Of course, the, the New York Yankees, Clayton Beater, as all these Yankee fans are still talking about Blake Snell. You guys done with that? Here we go. It's about to be Friday. Hopefully we let that ship sail all the way away by the end of this week. We got to watch Clayton Beater tonight. I'm watching him right now, and that's the guy – that came over in the Joey Gallo trade. If you've listened to me talk about Brian Cashman and how terrible of a trade deadline he had in 2022 when the Yankees thought they were going to go win the World Series, that's the best move he made. Everybody else is damaged goods. The best move he made was getting the worst hitter we've ever seen, um, A-Rod Day, number 13, Joey Gallo, getting him up out of here and getting Clayton Beater here. Man, let's see what he turns into. He adds some potential depth to the starting pitching to the rotation for your New York Yankees. And there's a bunch of other guys uh, from Luke Weaver to Chase Hampton to Luis Heal, uh, where I feel good about what the Yankees rotation looks like. I know you've heard me say that they need a 1A and a 1B if they are planning on getting to the World Series. Well, newsflash, that's what the trade deadline's for. Go get another ace if Rodon or Nestor or whoever doesn't emerge as that uh, Game 2 starter behind Garrett Cole. 877-337-6666. Speaking of rotations and starters and guys emerging, told y'all to chill. You got Tyler McGill. Tyler McGill tonight. Three innings pitched, two hits, gave up no runs, struck out four, and uh, he's going to get the first crack at it. He's getting his opportunity. As I'm talking about the Yankee fans, uh, you know, clamoring for Blake Snell, and I seem, you know, I seem to see that a lot of Mets fans now are talking about go get Jordan Montgomery, not Michael Lorenzen. No, they're going to chill. They're going to stay in house with who they have and what they have. And Tyler McGill is trying to be in that rotation and, and fill that spot where you'll miss Kodai Senga. But Jose Quintana's first spring training start didn't go as smoothly. One and two thirds innings pitched, gave up two hits, two runs. Walk three batters. I mean, it's just spring training, but they he was facing the Astros, and it is what it is. Read into it if you want or don't. Um, the the weakness of the team, both guys were facing the Astros, but the weakness of the team is the starting pitching. But they're going to tell you that they're fine, this is fine, and they're going to go forward with who they have. 877-337-6666. Of course, we're going to talk about the NFL Combine. The big fellas got out there and ran around today, the defensive linemen. So it's just cool to see all the different coaches and the different drills and the timing. And uh, football is all year round. The NFL is king. The NFL is undefeated. They just have a way about placing themselves in the forefront. And uh, now we're hearing rumors about Saquon Barkley. Now we're hearing rumors about Justin Jefferson. Uh, Guys are getting released like Alexander Madison from the Vikings. There's going to be a lot of movement this offseason as we get closer to the draft. We'll figure it out. I think I saw two conflicting reports. Uh, one was saying that Saquon Barkley's been in contact with C.J. Stroud and he's targeting the Texans as a potential destination in free agency. I don't know how true that is because Josina Anderson came out and said she's told the Giants and Saquon Barkley's representatives had a good meeting at the Combine. And her understanding is the team remains open to multiple options, including, you know, keeping Barkley there. 
And I think with the bump to, you know, $30 million more in the salary cap, whether they tag him or not, which I don't think they're going to tag him, I think there's a way that both sides can meet in the middle and they have the experience of going through this literally a year ago. They, you know, they know what the numbers are. Other than that, the Islanders get a win in Detroit. They defeat the Red Wings 5-3. to three. And uh, we're going to talk about everything in sports, basketball, baseball, football, and hockey. This is Keith McPherson on the fan. There's my little quick uh, 15, 20-minute open. I'm going to sprinkle in conversations and topics and takes until 2 a.m. Call up and join the show. You know the number. You, you need me to refer. All right, here's you know. You, all right, here's the number, 877-337-6666. KM to AM returns right after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We don't play that. We don't play that. G-Unit, we don't play around. Yo! Right back at it on the fan. I'm already loopy on the late night. I hit a weird nap today. I've mastered the like 30 minute naps, but like I did it twice. And that's not really the right move. Keep McPherson on the fan. I don't sleep. Like I'm straight up a night owl. I do the nighttime show. Then I drive home for 45 minutes. And then I watch my kid on the Nanit baby cam, and then he's up by six, seven in the morning. Then they start the construction at eight, and I live in an apartment in an apartment where like there's no avoiding the sounds. It's not like I can go like downstairs to my basement or something. Like I'm just beat. So I find little pockets during the day where I'm like, all right, I don't have a call, or I'm not watching a game, or I'm not doing something, or when my kid is sleeping, like I'm like, all right, I'm about to tuck. I took a. I took a nap right before the NBA game started. Once I put him to sleep, and I, I like, I didn't actually sleep, but it like, it messed up my bio rhythms. But I'm all right. I'm here. I'm 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 here to do the job. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's go through some news and some things that happened in sports. I saw Caitlin Clark is headed to the draft, and I was hoping the Nets could pick her up, but they don't have any picks. Traded all their picks away for James Harden. Oh, she's going to the WNBA? Oh, they're saying she's going to go to the Fever. Oh, anyway. Shohei Otani got married. I didn't think him and Yamamoto were going to tie the knot so quickly. <laughs> ah, jokes. Literally yesterday, I had a show where I was talking about Otani and his contract. And we were talking about Juan Soto's contract. 
And I was like, yo, Otani, he just lives a different kind of life. He don't even have a family. He can just take $2 million cash. The rest of these players can't do that. They have wives and kids. And, well, I guess on the low, Otani had a wife or a girl that he was about to make his wife. But, you know, he's secretive about everything. You know, big secret. You're about to just go from the Anaheim Angels to the Los Angeles Dodgers. We're shocked. 877-337-6666. What's up with the baby mama drama and all of these guys in the NFL? And, I mean, it happens in the NBA. It happens with all these guys. But as they're talking about Justin Jefferson and the contract that he potentially might get, there's a woman and her face is floating around on the Elon Musk machine. She's claiming to be the mother of his child. And, uh, you know, he supposedly said he wants nothing to do with the kid. But, of course, she's popping up right now because he's about to hit that money, 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 money. (laughs) Yo, the thing that irked me, she had a picture of herself with the, like, freshly born baby. And she looked like she did her whole hair, makeup, eyelashes for Instagram. Come on, y'all. Like, I just went through that whole experience with my own wife. Like, if you're like, what are you on if you're doing your makeup in the hospital bed after giving birth to post a picture? Because you know that picture is going to get posted by every football outlet. That's Jay Jettas Jr. <laughs> yeah, same thing with um, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is a Miami menace. I was talking about him last night. This guy has got to chill. He can't chill. Tyreek Hill has four baby mamas. He's got his seventh kid. Bruh. Like, what are you guys doing? I mean, I guess when you're an NFL player and you make millions like that, you can literally just pay people to take care of these kids. You don't really have to, like, you can you can hire nannies, night nurses. You can hire uh, round-the-clock daycare in your house. That's too many kids, bro. But, yeah, Tyreek Hill just settled a paternity suit. And, um... <laughs> He's got to pay this this chick that was posing with a little Tyreek Hill baby uniform. I don't know, bro. He just got married. He just got married to Kenny Vaccaro's sister. And if you guys watched Hard Knocks in season, they were featured in that. I mean, yo, these chicks are shameless. These chicks do not care. The ones with the players and the ones sleeping with the players, they don't, they don't care at all. <laughs> they do not care at all. Like, that's a ticket. That's a ticket. I'm going to get this bread off him, take care of the baby. And then even, you know, Kenny Vaccaro, she married him. She's living with him. Yo, you know dude has seven kids and four baby mamas, and he doesn't have a baby by you? That's that's crazy. What else? Plenty of news and things to go around from the NFL and the NFL Combine. I don't know. I'm, I'm a Combine guy. Once upon a time, I tested. I did all that stuff. I was listening to Evan and Tiki, and these guys talk about the Combine and, like, just – how Evan like didn't know that like two twenty five is the the weight on the bench for the bench press. <laughs> talking to Tiki and Tiki uh, was trying to guess his numbers. Then they were talking about the the vertical leap. You guys don't know how the vertical leap works. I guess people really don't watch the combine or have never had to participate. But it's it's that time. It's combine season. I love it. I could watch that all day. So I watched a little bit of that today. But the big fellows are going today. And I'd rather watch the skill positions. But there were some guys that were out there moving. It's crazy to me to see these guys that weigh 270 running, you know, 4 or 5. 
there's some monsters that are being made in college football now entering the NFL. I wouldn't want to play, honestly. I would not want to play. I don't think I could I don't think I could hold up. I mean, not at my age now, but even when I was younger, man. Shout out to my boy Kenny Pickett who's living the dream for me. I'm living vicariously through him. I saw he got endorsed today. Steelers GM Omar Khan said I have full faith in QB Kenny Pickett. But still open to competition in the room, of course. Of course, uh, iron sharpens iron. You need competition. Daniel Jones needs some competition. But people are out there endorsing him, too, saying, hey, uh, don't be so um, quick to move off Daniel Jones. I think, like, what? I think this is the perfect opportunity. He's going to probably be the starter. If he's healthy, he's going to be the starter. But you still should pick up a young quarterback. You still should also add a veteran quarterback to that room. It can't all be on, oh, yeah, Daniel Jones is going to lead us to the promised land. Like, the Giants have to win this year. So, uh, sprinkling some more NFL conversation in there. Obviously, we're going to talk about the Yankees and the Mets and spring training. We'll talk about the Knicks game and the Nets game and the NBA stuff. Keith McPherson on the fan. We got to go to the break and the update. Marco will get you updated. 877-337-6666. Call me up. We'll be right back. Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Tonight's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night goes to Cam Big Shot Johnson and his best game as a Brooklyn Net. Cam went out there and got the scoring started quickly, hitting back-to-back threes, and he ends up having seven threes on the night, shooting 64% from deep, 29 points, four assists. 10 of 15 field goals overall, two steals. Uh, This matches his career high for three-point field goals made. And like I said, it's his best game as a Brooklyn Net. And boy, did they need it. Got to keep it going, though. You got paid for a reason, son. You're supposed to be one of the star players on the team next to your mans, next to Brooklyn Bridges, right? The Twins. They got you guys in the KD trade. Step up. You're supposed to be... The faces of the franchise. It's now or never. Salvage the season. 877-337-6666. Let's go to the phones and take a call, man. Josh is in Passaic. Josh is on the fan. Hey, Keith. How you doing? All right, man. Already loopy on the late night. Three more hours to go. Let's get it. It's funny, you know. Oh, going to Kim Johnson. At least he finally, uh, you know, it's fine with the give us, you know, 7-11 from 3, 7 of 11. And just like, uh, as, uh, you know, the cap was saying in the zero corner, them, just one of those, like, finally, like, you know, you can enjoy watching your team play basketball for night as bad as they've been. Yeah, and that's all we want to do, right? That's all we want to do as fans, cut the game on and watch the team we root for and not be miserable, right? Like, we want to be able to enjoy the game and go to sleep happy about it. So thank you, Brooklyn Nets. Thanks for beating the terrible Atlanta Hawks. Appreciate it. And that's the thing that, you know, this whole playing thing, I just think it's just a little, like, problematic that you could have, like, like a team like the Nets, right? They've been so bad, yet they're barely out of a, they're barely out of a playing game, right? So I, I don't really know if this rules really stay like, like, bad. Like, obviously, I want the Nets to make the playoffs and extends the playoffs. There's an extra round. Think about it, like, teams like the Nets, teams like the Hawks, teams like, let's say, the Raptors, the Bulls, these teams really deserve to, if that if they get out, win two games in a row by the playing to make the playoffs and get the eighth seed. 
Yeah, well, I mean, the whole reason they even have this play-in tournament is to keep teams competitive so that they don't tank for the draft. And then when you look at a team like the Miami Heat last year, Knicks fans know very well what they did. Like, they're the perfect example of, all right, if you get hot at the right time in the play-in, you can make a run all the way. Yeah, but they weren't the ninth or tenth seed to start. Or were they? I think they were the eighth. Um, I think they were the eighth. Right, so they would have... Then they would have been in anyways. They no, they were. They might not have been the eighth. They were. I know that they were close to losing. I think they played the Raptors, uh, and and they were close to like not even being in the play-in. Like they they were almost out. They were almost out. I got to look that up, but I'm pretty sure that they were like on the on the brink of elimination, and then they got all the way hot, and then they they knock off. They go play Giannis and the Bucks. They knock them off. And the rest is history. They were able to make a run all the way to the finals. I think the only thing I guess missing tonight is that I don't know if it was like, you know, MVP chance for Steph Curry in the garden. I don't know. I didn't hear it. I didn't watch on TNT. I watched the Nets game, and uh, I just was looking at people on Twitter saying that. And I'm I'm sure there were. I'm sure they were faint. Maybe a Knicks fan can call me up and say, no, they didn't do that. We didn't hear any MVP chance or no Warriors chance in the garden. Yeah, just wait a minute. uh, You know, know, if you heard it on the broadcast, they were just reading the volume. Okay, listen, I'm not like, I wasn't like so for like, get like Montgomery or Snell. Like, if the team's looking for another pitcher right now, it's when so many arcos coming out that way. And the team really is going, like, even if you're going for next year, so sign Montgomery for three, four years. I don't even care if you don't like him. You might say, oh, we don't think he's this or that. Don't tell me all the pitchers are, all the starting pitchers for the Mets, like Adrian Hauser, these type of guys. Don't tell me you like those guys either, right? They don't want Jordan Montgomery. They're not interested. They like all these other random Yankee guys, but not Jordan Montgomery. This is something I don't understand. Like, can both for before, and if you're anyways looking for a pitcher, like, like I'm not going to be like one of those guys no complaining for the whole Blake Snell thing, because ever since, ever since the Yamamoto, I don't trust any player coming to the Mets uh, trying for the next year. But still, I don't know. Okay, thanks for taking my call. Have a good night. Thanks for the call, Josh. I had Tim Britton on, who writes for The Athletic covering the Mets yesterday. He told y'all, if you read that article, they're looking at Michael Lorenzen and Mike Clevenger. That's their speed. That's what type of time David Stearns is on. He's not looking to sign Jordan Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery's a World Series champion. I think he's trying to get with the Red Sox because his wife has business in Boston. Or go back to Texas, and Texas is just like, hey, we, we're not spending. Uh, it is what it is. You know, Steve Cohen is not going to throw you guys a bone, but our very own Evan Roberts is. Yup. My Mets Bible. You got something to look forward to. It's right in front of me. Let's take a look at this thing. <laughs> My Mets Bible scoring 30 years of baseball fandom. WFAN's Evan Roberts. I need to come up with something. Right? My, my, my Yanks Bible, but it's not going to be scoring games. It's going to be like talking about how to like finesse and stands, billies, the dugout, how to stretch like $40 at a game, how to get the cheapest ticket, pull up, end up in Legends, get you a wristband, how to pop up in the suites, going in and out of people's suites that you don't even know, getting free drinks, sushi, like my, my Yang's Bible, how to go to the stadium with no bread and have a grand old time. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Evan, April 2nd. This is what the Mets fan has to look forward to. This is a nice, thick paperback or uh, hard copy book. Look at Evan. Look at Slim Evan in the back.
<laughs> Evan Roberts is a sports radio host and commentator based in New York City. He co-hosts WFAN Radio's Evan and Tiki, the top-rated afternoon sports radio show in NYC. You got Evan here. He's got the low haircut, no beard. And uh, I would guess that this is, I don't know when Evan took this pick, but Evan looking slim. This is this is in shape, Evan, not lose to Sean Morash and Pickleball, Evan. <laughs> Yo, they were cracking me up today. Something I got to address before we get back to the phones at 877-337-6666. You know, they were talking about the Mets-Yankees rivalry thing. And uh, Evan mentioned two years ago, he's like, you know, it's great. Like, Subway Series, you know, Keith is on the fan saying that the games don't count and Sal is coming in. And I'm like, hold on, bro. Wait. Everybody, let's backtrack. Never said the games don't count. The games count. Regular season games, they count. I was at the, the first game. They count. What I said is it might as well have been an exhibition game. Because it's not going to mean anything. It's not going to matter. And now, hindsight being 2020, what did those two wins matter for the New York Mets that season? Would they would they matter uh, for the Yankees, the two losses, or the two wins? They split. The Mets and Yankees have split back-to-back years. And they both have fallen short of the playoffs postseason, or they both fell short of the playoffs postseason last year, but then the year before that Evan was talking about, I'm like, bro, that, that's why I tweeted out earlier. I'm like, people listen to the radio and hear what they want to hear. I, you, I never would say a game didn't count. It counts in the records. That's forever. You can Google it. I was at the game. But my whole thing was, bro, I'm at the game, and they're pinch-hitting Joey Gallo. I can't take you serious. That's the most unserious move you can make in a game if you're trying to win. Pinch hitting the worst hitter in Yankees history as I stare at this number 13 Joey Gallo banner in here. I couldn't take them seriously. They lined up that game, those two games, I think they pitched Jordan Montgomery and Domingo Herman, and they didn't have to line it up that way. They also didn't play John Carlos Stanton. There were so many things that the Yankees told me. If I even go back and look at the lineups, yeah, you weren't serious about it, and that's fine. I guess they were games in like June. I remember getting on the fan after driving from Queens, and I'm like, so what? Like, if you look at Twitter and you look at the stadium, people are acting like they won the damn World Series. It's the Subway Series, not the World Series. So I had to clear that one up. That's an all-timer. But we're not going to get on the fan and say, Keith said those games didn't count. No, that's in the books. You can put it in the books, Mets fans. You won those two games. And then you lost the next two in the Bronx. But when I got on the fan... I said, it does not matter. In the grand scheme of things, the Mets got smoked in the wild card round. The Yankees got smoked in the ALCS. I guess the Yankees needed the wins more because they fell one short of 100 wins for Aaron Boone, right? That was a 99-win season. But, yeah, we make so much about nothing. We, we get hyped up over literally nothing. Like, those games didn't mean anything. They counted in the standings, yeah. But did they help the Mets ultimately get anywhere? No. Did they stop the Yankees from getting anywhere? No. And I don't think the Yankees went into those games. And the Yankees are unserious about a lot of games. The Yankees have punt lineups. The Yankees pull guys. The Yankees will throw Nick Ramirez, Albert Abreu, Tommy Canley. I can't take you serious. It's a long-ass season. Right. It's a long-ass season. And two games in June in City Field, the Yankees weren't tripping over that. They ended up 
going into that all-star break with the best record in the American League, 877-337-6666. So, yeah, you know, I, I can't wait. Hey, Keith, you want to see a Subway Series, World Series? Not really. I just want to see somebody get to the World Series. It would be great if the Yankees can do it this year. And we'll have the whole Juan Soto conversation and everything else. Oh, let's take a call. The Icelanders won. Dave is in West Babylon. Dave, you're on the fan. Hey, how you doing, bud? You know, hanging out. Thanks for calling. That was a good win tonight. I uh, I was happy that um, Brock Nelson got two goals tonight, and uh, I'm going to the game on Tuesday night. Yeah, they got a they got a rally. They got to string together wins. Time is burning. It is about to be literally yeah. March. And the Rangers are really carrying it. Oof, man. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. You know, they're good. We get it. They win a lot but of yeah. their games. They've got a lot of good players. But they know. I forget who I was listening to. Maybe it was Panarin the other night that was talking about, yeah, you know, these wins are cool, but, like, they're not handing out any trophies right now. Like, it doesn't really matter. Didn't you say you were going to the uh, Nets? You were going to the Nets game Tuesday night? Yeah, I'm going to Nets Sixers with my with my little cousin. It's his birthday. And I'm going to, I'm going to the Islanders game Tuesday night. That's crazy. We're outside. <laughs> we are outside supporting, supporting our teams. UBS Arena and... Barclays Center. Yes, sir. UBS is probably better than Barclays. I've never been to UBS. I want to go for that Drake J. Cole concert, but I'm not paying. I, I, was, I didn't get to go to a concert that, that just happened, Elevation. I was supposed to go to that. I didn't get to go. Have you been to an, uh, an Islanders game in there? I actually went I actually went last year with my uh, my uh, my uh, was it? Men's if, group if, you, if, you, if you can't say, you don't have to say. Your, your side chick? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. Uh, it's a uh, men's group. Oh, okay. And, uh, oh, that's different. Bible study. Yeah. Bible study. Thanks, Dave. Uh, Have a good one, bro. I just I, was, I didn't know where we got my hey. If, if you don't if you don't want to, we're live. Everybody can hear this, and this is streaming on the free Odyssey app where people screen, record, and then they can send it to your girl. Bruh. Dave from West Babylon was like, I was at the game with my, with my, with my, with my church group. That's a good one, Dave. You slick boy. You got that one off. I was trying to help you out. <laughs> I was trying to help you. Yeah, you know, my Bible study group went to see the hockey game. 877-337-6666. Yeah, the Devils, the Islanders, uh, now is the time. When you look at the standings, it seems like the Devils and the Islanders keep jockeying for position. They're right there with each other, and time is running out. Somebody's got to get hot. Uh, someone's got to go on a run. But I, I've been on record saying this the last two weeks. I don't think the Islanders or the Devils make it. Uh, and I would rather it just be all eyes on NYR. I'd rather it just be a Rangers town. And all the pressure's on the New York Rangers to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, and then when they don't, I cannot wait to hear the fan. I cannot wait to hear the calls and the hosts and the shows and the excuses. And this happened and what this that's what it was last year. And I was out. I was on paternity leave. <laughs> I was... I was listening to the fan. I'm like, man, all of the, first off, like, it's a sweep talk, acting like the series was over 2-0, and then all the backpacking or backpedaling, the uh, backtracking, oh, well, this happened, and I can't believe this. And then no credit to the Devils. It was all about what the Rangers didn't do and going back to years and years of failure. And, yeah, maybe uh, we end up getting that this year, or maybe this year is different. 
94 vibes. It's been 30 years. Maybe this is the year the Rangers hoist the cup. And uh, I'll see you at that parade. 877-337-6666. What else do I got out here, man? The NFL and the chain gang. You know, I remember playing Pop Warner football, and that's when I peaked in life. That was that was the glory days. I had one season where I scored 30 touchdowns in Pop Warner, and I was like, that's it. I'm going number one in the draft. Fast forward me through all the rest of this time until I'm getting picked, until I'm a millionaire. 30 touchdowns in one Pop Warner season, done. And they had this thing called the chain gang, you know, and the dads would work the chain gang, and that's the yard markers, right? First down, 10 yards, and these guys would move the sticks and whatnot. Well, now, all these years later, the NFL is finally getting hip to the game, and uh, the NFL is testing high-tech optical tracking to measure first downs. I mean, for years now, I remember it was revolutionary when we saw the yellow first down marker on the field watching games, but now they're actually getting smarter and more hip to the game, and they're going to uh, make this process better because how old and archaic is it when it's like they got to stop the game, bring the chains out, put the little marker down. Spotting is an inexact science as it is. But then they oh, shorten, and the guy puts up the little fingers. Like, no, they have the technology to do that. So, NFL tested the optical tracking in two stadiums in the Super Bowl last season, and uh, it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time till they fix that. And good, bring all of the technology, bring all of the things to make the game better because the refs suck, and it's standard across all leagues. Eight seven seven three three seven. 6666 ESPN Bet is now live in New Jersey as the official sports book of ESPN. ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present within the state of New Jersey to participate. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Day and night. Another day, another dollar as we proceed cam to am. Keep McPherson on the fan. It's about to be March. Just like that, we're about to knock down February, man. Get this cold weather out of here. It's the most wonderful time, kind of. Really, April will be. Because then you'll have the draft. You'll have the end of March Madness. I mean, we're about to go into March Madness. Maybe March is the most wonderful time. Because you have opening day, March Madness. The combine into the pro days, into the draft. The NBA starts cooking up. But nah, April's better because you get the NBA playoffs. And then you also get the Stanley Cup playoffs. We're getting there. 87-7-33-7-66-66. Like I said, I'm going to keep sprinkling in different topics of conversation. But you know how it is with me. I I love to talk to you guys, whatever you want to talk about. Nick is in Huntington, New York. Nick is on the fan. Hey, Keith, what's up, man? Thanks for taking my call. How's your night going? It's going. Thanks for calling in. Hey, I wanted to touch on the NFL Combine. You uh, got me a little geeked up uh, a little bit ago when you were uh, talking about it. Yes, sir. And, yeah, this class is uh, its exciting. Uh, outside the, the obvious guys, 
some of them aren't testing, like Marvin Harrison, Malik Neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, like, Roma Dunze is testing. But, you know, there's a lot of guys I'm excited to see how they perform. Um, it's, it's, it's sneaky. There's a lot of guys like Ricky uh, Pearsall out of Florida, Brendan Rice, Jerry Rice's son, yeah. uh, Jermaine Burden out of Alabama. But one of my most exciting guys I'm excited to see, I don't know if you've watched film on him yet, Ray Davis out of Kentucky. Ray Davis, what position does he play? He's a running back. He's uh, might get a little knocked. He's 24 years old. He's a little old to, to be coming into the draft. But I've watched some of his tape, and he is exciting to watch. Yeah, what I love about the draft is two things. Learning about some of these guys. Some of these guys that impress at the, not the draft, the combine. These guys that impress at the combine, their stock goes up, and they're going to be drafted higher. And what I also love is, like, you know, seeing some of these guys that you did watch in college and forgot about, and then you see them working out, and you're like, I remember that game against Michigan, or I remember that game against Georgia. Like, that guy's a dog. Like, can't wait to see where he ends up. And um, it's football season all year round. Like I said, today the big fellas went, and I was looking on NFL.com. Uh, there's there's a few of these guys that just ran well and tested well, and it's just fun to learn about uh, Tavondre Sweat from Texas, the defensive tackle. And uh, the kid out of Florida State, uh, Braden Fisk. Like, there's just, you know, new names that you're going to learn. And it's exciting. This, this is a new crop of talent coming into the NFL. And a lot of people don't watch college football. I don't watch as much as I used to as a kid. But the Combine is a great way to get introduced and familiar with the uh, next wave of talent that's going to hit our screens on Sunday. Yeah, I agree with you. What um, Outside of, like, the 40-yard dash and the bench press, what, what are some of the metrics that you look uh, at most? Uh, Three-cone drill, vert, broad jump. Just Those are like explosive things, and it depends, right? There's Some of these things honestly don't mean anything. Some of these things don't translate to football. Uh, I forget what account I was following, and they were talking about like Orlando Brown and Vontez Burfitt, guys that went to the combine and their stock dropped but then it didn't affect them from becoming all pro and having NFL careers. There's some guys that just don't test well. They can play football, but they can't run in a straight line. They can't run the three-cone drill. They can't run, you know, and and do these bag drills. And um, I don't know, it's different, right? So today was the defensive lineman, but I love to see, you know, the, like, receivers run the gauntlet. I love to see the quarterbacks just throw go routes on air just to see who's got the form and who's just got a pretty football that they can throw and, I don't know. I like football, so I like watching that stuff. Yeah, I mean, guys like Spencer uh, Rattler, you know, hopefully, you know, his stock might go up after his senior bowl practice. I think it will. And uh, he's excited to, uh, you know, we'll see how he performs at the Combine. Yeah, they were Um, hyping up Michael Penix Jr., um, you know, because these guys, they go to the, like, hotel, and there's, like, a viral clip of Michael Penix Jr. throwing a dot. In the uh, in the uh, I don't know if it's even in the hotel. It's, oh, it's backstage. They're saying at the combine, so it's just in like a hallway type setting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna have to have a good combine uh, after the uh, championship game. He will, man. He's a pure passer. The knock on him, obviously, is his injury history. But he's a dog. If he gets in the right situation, he's gonna flourish. I love it that he's a lefty. Uh, he's 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 got experience playing at two different schools. And uh, I saw somewhere that. You know, the, the Seahawks might be interested in taking him, and I'm like, that makes perfect sense. They can move off of Geno, and uh, Michael Penix Jr. is already a legend at Washington, and they're right there in Seattle. It's 
funny hearing uh, the rumors of where these players are going to land, and then you know it ends up always not working out the way that uh, these beat reporters, uh, you know. Oh get. yeah, oh yeah. A couple you know, weeks I heard ago, where he could be drafted by the Jets and be the backup to to Rogers. At ten, um, I, they would have to make some moves. I would assume. Um, I don't know. You know, there's, it's all hearsay. There's all these fake experts online and. You know, I just read something. You just mentioned Spencer Rattler. They're saying they, that, you know, most people are scouting him ahead of Bo Nix and Michael Penix Jr. And we'll see how these yeah, guys that's test. Crazy. That is kind of uh, crazy. Bo, Bo that, <laughs> that is kind of crazy. I think Bo Nix is going to be a, a good steal for Bo a Nicks, team that gets him. Bo Nix is another guy that played big time football at Auburn and Oregon. I know they yeah, knock him. They just say, you know, the NFL game, you got to be able to throw the ball downfield. And he's, he, you know, at Oregon. All they throw is like these little quick routes, quick games, get the ball out quick and get it to the playmakers. A lot of like tunnel screens, a lot of flat routes, a lot of um, swing passes. But still, I think this guy has played at a high level and I, and experience plays. I was talking about Justin Fields last week. I was laughing at the uh, Evan and Tiki show when they came in talking about Justin Fields to the Giants. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like the Chicago Bears are moving off of him because they had success this year with Tyson Bajan who is a Division three rookie. And Tyson Bajan had success because he started for four years in college and just has experience being under center, like experience plays, just having the comfortability of getting into a huddle and, and you know, running an offense. It, it, it does a lot versus like a, I don't know, Zach Wilson, who played in a COVID season and I think played two full seasons at BYU, maybe three, but either way comes into the Jets and they're like, here you go, kid. And it was like, this kid is in above his head. <laughs> yeah, well, keep an eye out on Ray Davis. I'd love to call in again um, and talk about him. Maybe watch a little film on him. He's, he's got some fun highlights. Yeah, uh, I just Googled and, him. Uh, I can't yeah. wait to see what happens with the running backs because, you know, all they talk about now is Isaiah Pacheco, seventh-round running back. You can do it with guys in the draft. Uh, look at Devin Achan. Like, there, there's going to be another one of those guys. Kyron Williams. There's going to be one of these running backs drafted yeah. on the this second or third so day. Friendly. That's a star right it's not away. not so friendly for, for running backs. The receivers seem a lot more deep uh, for skill positions. Uh, but, again, another name for you. There's a West Hampton Beach football player that's going to be in the draft, too. I think his name is Dylan Labe. So that's exciting to see a Long Island guy uh, get to the draft. Yeah, I'll be looking out for him. Thanks for the call, Nick. Thanks for indulging me in the Combine talk. I know there are people that do not watch college football, do not watch the Combine, but just watch the NFL. I just I love it. I'll always love the uh, the Combine from the first time I got to see it on NFL Network as a as a teenager. Like, wow, like this is great. 877-337-6666. Dylan Lawbay declares for the NFL draft. Got to read up on this guy. One of us. One of us. West Hampton Beach. Hmm. He was dominant in high school football. Yeah, weren't we all? Weren't we all? Just kidding. Paul is in Memphis, Tennessee. What's up, Paul? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. It's good to talk again. Uh, well, just just to keep on with that uh, thread. Uh, so I was with uh, East Meadow High School. I was not on the football team. I was an ice hockey team. But we constantly played Vinny Destiverde 
in West Hempstead High School. And my goodness, they just beat the crap out of us every time. <laughs> it's like, like, and then you got Boomer over, you know, in in, in uh, East Islip. And my goodness, Long Island actually has some decent guys in football that come out every once in a while. Mm-hmm. So it's good to hear that 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 continues there. But the reason my call is this: number one, you had picked up on a call with a uh, with, with an Islander fan, and <laughs> with your questioning. You kind of got him into like a really weird, awkward thing about the side chick. And I'm going, well, guess what? <laughs> Our side chicks the past two times have been the Dallas Stars and the Detroit Red Wings. They've been my side chicks. <laughs> and it has been an awesome, you know, awesome time to be a good Islander fan to say, yeah. You know, we got a butts kicked over the Meadowlands with it, you know, with, with the Rangers. And then we, we went to this, this, entire you know like mindset of we're never going to make it yada 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 but right now we're tied with your devils for yeah. trying to get into that world and i just want to get like your opinion here a little bit about you know how can we start to celebrate hockey where three of our teams are legitimately like in the position of doing something great this postseason i mean if all three can make the playoffs, it'll be great. I, I've said this the last couple of weeks. I mean, this just this month of February, hockey has been talked about on the fan more than any month in recent years. Like, just the hype around the Rangers, their win streak, the stadium series being in East Rutherford, um, you know, 150,000 people going to a football stadium the week after the NFL ends to watch hockey, the stadium series jerseys being sold out and and the pandemonium over that and there not being enough made. And, yeah, I mean, it would be great for us as a city that is starving for a champion to have three teams vying for the Stanley Cup. I mean, last year we had the Rangers and the Devils, but they had to face each other. And then the Devils obviously got clipped by the Carolina Hurricanes. But, yeah, let's see how it shakes out. I've been counting out the Devils and the Islanders, but I don't know anything. I can't predict anything. No, well, you know, but uh, so as a former ice hockey player, as as not professionally, of course, but you know, this is a great time to be a fan of ice hockey, and I just love that the fan has taken some time, and you in particular have focused in on this. And I just want to thank you. Yeah, of course. Thanks for the call, Paul. I mean, for me, you guys know my story. I came in, and somebody slept on me, and the only person I'm al- that's allowed to sleep on me is not a person it's my cat tune update for y'all because I think last night somebody was asking whether I got cat insurance if I have insurance for my cat and I'm like eh, if we don't have it we're gonna get it you know I didn't even want to have the thought of you know my cat needing insurance of course I check with my wife and I was like yeah she's been had it we got it right away so tune is good tune is good and tune is the only one that's allowed to sleep on me and there was some old white lady that was sleeping on me on Facebook or Reddit or something, I can still remember her face, and she, like, wrote a comment and was like, since hockey is outside of his purview, I won't be listening. And I'm like, all right, bet. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. They don't talk about hockey, so it's not going to be hard for me to find a way to talk about hockey. I'll pick a team, and then hockey will be a part of my show. We'll talk all four major sports. I'll be a host that can talk everything on the fan. 877-337-337. 6666 KM to AM returns right after this. The final minutes of February. February 29th, 2024, man. Shout out to you wherever you are. Thanks for listening. If you're riding in the whip, if you're working or 
on a long trip somewhere. Thanks for tuning in. If you're doing deliveries or Lyft, Uber, I got you, man. I've been there just like that. It's temporary. It's not forever. It's a means, sometimes a means to an end. Sometimes it's just a way to make money. Maybe it is your grind. Maybe you're good at it. Maybe you're that good at it that you can make a living off of it. I wasn't. I used to just get in the whip and set a goal like, all right, tonight I'm going to make 50 bucks and I'm done. Or tonight I'm going to do 10 rides and I'm done. Or tonight I'm going to do five deliveries and I'm out. Or tonight I'm trying to make five tips or $5 in tips. People used to just like round up the tip or give you a dollar. It's like, come on, bro. You just left instructions for me to come to your window and not knock on the door, knock on the window and hand it to you. You can't tip me for that. <laughs> Keep McPherson on the fan. 877-337-6666. I'm in here watching this scoreless game for the Yankees. I'm like, these guys went out there and straight up tied in spring training. And that's also a reminder to, like, chill on the whole, like, oh, the Yankees scored 22 runs. So what? It's exhibition. These guys are practicing. And you're allowed to go down there and watch practice. And I'll be down there 20 days. I can't wait, man, just to get into the warmer weather, just to get back on the plane. You know, I had uh, a baby this past year, and I haven't put my baby on a plane yet. I'm going to do that for the first time coming up. And uh, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also a little nervous about it. I just don't want to be the guy with the screaming baby. But Jack is cool. You know, my boy, he, 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 he has his times like any other baby that he cries, but it's great, man. I've gotten to a level with him. Like tonight, his, his mom uh, went to dinner with her sister in the city. And, um, you know, daddy was on daddy duty all the way through bedtime. No help. Just me and him one on one. And it's great to just watch him go from being uh, a screaming, kicking, crying baby that I wasn't sure even knew who I was. If I was his dad, I'm like, this baby don't even love me. This guy don't even want me to touch him. So now he's like trying to eat my face. He wants to play. He can say, bah, he can, he can, he can roll the football, uh, it's it's just a wild experience for me to see my son. He's beautiful, and um, you know I'm gonna get to take him to spring training and put him on the on the plane. And he's growing. He's getting big. He's coming up on 11 months this month of March. And you know I thank my wife for uh, being down to have a kid with me, man. And I just put some out there on Twitter. And this isn't sports related, but this is how we're gonna end the night and go into the 12 o'clock hour, and I'll say good morning. We'll, we'll reset for the next two hours of my show, and I'll bring in all the topics, a conversation, and you can call up. But, you know, I had this thought today as I'm looking at my kid and, you know, even my wife, who I'm proud of, and, you know, she puts in my calendar, like, going to dinner with my sister, like, basically to let me know, like, you got Jack on, on your own. Um, you know, I think about when I met my wife in college and, you know, all the time and energy that we put into each other and how hard it is, man. It's not supposed to be easy, but anything worth having comes with a struggle and, uh, you know, difficulty and challenges. And like, man, there's beauty on the other side of that. And today, two of my homies that I used to work with like 10 years ago, I saw them pop up on Instagram with new girls. It was like, Maybe I wasn't really paying attention, but I just put on Twitter. I ain't seen some of the homies in a minute. And then I see them post a different girl than they used to be with. And I'm like, damn, nothing lasts forever. In this digital age, everybody's dispensable. 
You can just download a new girlfriend, boyfriend on these apps. Swipe right. It's easier than ever, I guess. Like, when I first was in the game, you had to write a girl's number on a piece of paper or on your hand and call her on your landline or on your little Nokia cell phone. And I mean, now these cell phones, you see a girl that you like on Instagram, you can follow her, shoot her a DM. Maybe she hits you back. I mean, these dating apps now, I haven't been on one. Somebody tried to roast me on Twitter yesterday. They were like, oh, uh, that pic should be on your Tinder profile. I said, never had to use Tinder. Never been on the dating apps. And um, I'm not knocking anybody that does because people are able to find wives on these dating apps. But I also think that the game is effed up, right? You see our grandparents and our parents, and they're celebrating 30, 40, 50 year anniversaries together you know why because they didn't have an app where they could just feel like oh i'm mad at my husband today i'm gonna go talk to some other guy i'm gonna get on a dating app i can just break up with him and find another you the next day like it's crazy where we are now with like relationships and society i'm thankful i took the hard route of being a faithful married man and uh you know sticking by my wife and having my kid like she gave me a son and I'm going to stay down I'm going to stay committed to that because I'm looking around and I'm looking at friends of mine I'm like bro you put in 5 years with that chick what happened I don't even want to know I'm not even checking on you but I see you popping up posting this new chick that you're taking out to sushi or you posting this new chick like happy birthday and I'm like what happened to your girl what happened to your your actual girlfriend that like you were in line to marry that you spent all that time with? I don't know. My time is valuable. I can't get that time back. That's an investment. Time is more valuable than money. So if I put all that time in a chick, like I expect her to reciprocate. I don't know, man. I I, I blame these apps. I blame the dating apps. I blame the social media apps where people can be fake. Like you heard me say before, like Justin Jefferson's baby's mother who he doesn't want to claim the baby she's got a full face of makeup hair done for a baby picture laid up in the hospital and it's like nah that's supposed to be rough right giving birth is not easy you're not supposed to be glammed up for that it's all artificial and fake i slide to la to see my sister la is the fakest place in the world people walk around like they're on instagram in real life everything from fake hair to makeup, to eyelashes, to fake lips and fake butts and high heels and shoes, like the ridiculous outfits and sunglasses. And I'm just like, man, we're living in a time where people think the internet is real life. It's becoming one and the same. Get you a, a Vision Pro goggle set to completely cover your face and zap you out of reality. 877-337-6666. Cam, your nighttime host. February's done. We're going to take a break. It'll be March when we come back. I'll say good morning on the other side. Call me up with your sports talk or life conversations. We got two more hours. BRB. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.